This is Smart Women, Smart Power, a podcast that features conversations with some of the world's most powerful women. A lot of times people, when they think about the military or the army, they solely think about our wonderful, wonderful soldiers fighting in order for us to have a better life. However, there's a lot more that takes place. We feature women who are breaking barriers and shaping the future of foreign policy, national security, international business and development. I'm Beverly Kirk, the director of the Smart Women, Smart Power Initiative at the Center for Strategic and International Studies in Washington. On this special edition of the Smart Women, Smart Power podcast, we're focusing on the Army, specifically Army Real Talk, an Army Matters podcast from the Association of the United States Army, better known as AUSA. It's hosted by Nzinga Curry, AUSA's Director of Education and Programs, and AUSA fellow, Lieutenant Colonel Brittany Lloyd, and it's produced by an all-women team. I spoke with them about the Army and defense issues that they cover that are of interest to the younger generation of soldiers, leaders, and family members. Mrs. Nzinga Curry, Lieutenant Colonel Brittany Lloyd, welcome to the Smart Women, Smart Power podcast. Thank you so much for being here. You are quite welcome. We are excited to be here. Yes, thank you for having us today. It's my pleasure. I want to talk to you about the Army Matters podcast and the specific one that you co-host called Army Real Talk. How did that come about and why was it started? Mrs. Curry, we can start with you. The big picture of AUSA's Army Matters podcast really came about as a directive from our wonderful president and CEO of AUSA, General Carter Ham, And he looked towards me to develop the podcast series. And I can share a little bit more about the podcast series in general, but as far as Army Real Talk, we really wanted to focus on targeting the younger generation, specifically, you know, early recruit to mid-level. And the reason being is because I was approached, as well as others of AUSA, sometime prior to the development of the podcast about a lot of the resources and materials, as well as some of our webinars, not really targeting or focusing on issues of relevancy to the lower level or the mid-level of the Army. And so that really rung a bell. And I wanted to make sure that with AUSA being a voice for the Army, the total Army, we were able to do that. The podcast is just one initiative that we kicked off in 2019 to make sure that we provide a voice for the total Army. And then other initiatives happen afterwards. You mentioned the focus on issues relevant to the younger generation of soldiers. If I can move to you, Lieutenant Colonel Lloyd, what are some of those issues? How are they different from the issues on the minds of more senior soldiers? Well, I think what's important to remember is that at the the younger grades, your level of responsibility is different and your focus is different. So you're executing the mission when you're a junior soldier or even a mid-grade leader. You're in the fight, so to speak. So that's what your focus is. You're worried about the care and concern of your soldiers and doing what it is that you're supposed to be doing. But you're also inundated with policy changes, updates to programs such as the Army Combat Fitness Test and different initiatives such as Project Inclusion. So there's just a lot going on. And what this podcast does and intended to do is kind of bring those two worlds together. 
give the perspective of the senior leaders, but also bring it into the reality that they can kind of digest and understand. Like, okay, why are we changing all of these things right now in the middle of a pandemic, let's say? Or, you know, why do we have to stop going out and training and preparing for our our jobs that we have to do every day to do something that has to deal with project inclusion? So it's kind of that mix between the two worlds and bringing to the junior leaders how it relates to them at their level. And so I think that's really kind of the goal and the perspective that we try and approach it with is being able to communicate and educate them so that they understand that the senior leaders in the military are obviously always trying to do the right thing, but just sometimes those changes are hard to understand at the lower levels. And Mrs. Curry, if I could ask you to talk about some of the recent podcasts that uh, you focused on the Army support of the COVID-19 response in North Dakota with the National Guard there and cyber operations with the Maryland National Guard. There was also a conversation about the Army training budget and talent management task force. Can you talk a little bit more about some of your recent podcasts to give our audience an idea of the topics that you address? Absolutely. Um, so as I stated, AUSA, our association is focused on reaching the total Army. And so with that, we do have an opportunity to collaborate with other organizations as well as hearing from the Army themselves. And so we have had opportunities to have podcasts focusing on such as the Army budget. Last year this time, we had a podcast where we interviewed Lieutenant General Horlander, and we are working towards doing the same this year to provide a peak or better understanding of what is going on with the budget. But we also are hitting the different topics that are kind of hot topics that are going on right now, such as looking at project inclusion or a cultural trust. As you mentioned, we have done a couple of podcasts that focus on COVID and the response of the National Guard. And so we want people to know that there truly are boots on the ground and that there are different teams as well as units working towards eliminating or providing care and services with COVID. And then last year, we had an opportunity to adopt a unit, and it was the Blackjack Brigade unit, which really provided us with an opportunity to follow that unit so folks have an understanding of what the Army is doing. So they were deployed to Poland and in other areas in Europe, and it provided us to, again, understand what they're doing. So this year, we are adopting the unit, the Security Forces Assistant Brigade, to do the same thing follow them along during their deployment so that we have a better understanding. And then, as I stated, we're really focusing on a younger generation from early recruit to mid-level. And so we continue to have different podcasts talking about either recruiting or different aspects of the Army. A lot of times people, when they think about the military or the Army, they solely think about our wonderful, wonderful soldiers fighting in order for us to have a better life. However, there's a lot more that takes place. For example, we had a wonderful podcast, which was titled The Other Side of the Army. We had interviews with a neuroscientist as well as a gamer from the eSport team. And then we also had opportunity to speak with a diver. Yes, the Army has divers. And so all those interactions provided us with a, a broader understanding of what the Army does. I mean, who would have known? We have gamers on the Army team going to conventions, playing video games in order to exercise their strengths as well as their skills and other aspects. And of course, they are carrying out other Army missions as well. 
So that's just a gist of the different type of podcasts that we have throughout the year. Now, do your conversations focus or or ever address the more contentious issues like Fort Hood or the issue of sexual assaults in the military? With AUSA having a position that we have actually this morning, I saw a piece. It was an op-ed by our wonderful president, General Carter Ham, retired, and he put an op-ed in the real clear defense piece talking about DOD's commitment on combating sexual assault. And so we definitely want to continue to drive the direction. And if you look at his op-ed, it was wonderful because he provided some recommendations of how we can move beyond this horrible, horrible situation that came out of a report in December. In one of our webinars, we are actually going to have the opportunity to have Dr. James Hillis, who is the Director of Sexual Harassment, Assault Response and Prevention, also known SHARP, on April 8th. And it's going to be a live webinar. And he is going to speak about what is going on, what came out of that report, what is going on in that SHARP area to combat the issues that were revealed. And we know it wasn't, it likely wasn't an isolated situation. And the great thing about it being live is that listeners can participate and they can ask questions. So they, you know, can put their information or their question in the chat forum. I'm asking these tough questions that need to be asked in order to have a better understanding of what is going on and what the Army is doing to deal with the situation. So we absolutely do, you know, hit some of the tougher conversations. And actually, our last webinar was a wonderful webinar focused on a book titled Robert E. Lee and Me. And it spoke about the fact that The United States, the United States Army has regarded Robert E. Lee in a certain way, but in fact, he actually committed treason. And so those hard conversations are being discussed. And then the conversation continued to talk about the memorials that are looking to be removed and different things and actions that the Army is going to focus on as far as the the bases and the different uh, installations. I listened to the podcast with the uh, retired Brigadier General who has written about Robert E. Lee, and I highly recommend that podcast to everyone because it is incredible. And you talked about that being another podcast that's part of Army Matters. Before I turn to a question about that, I want to ask Lieutenant Colonel Lloyd about what's coming up this year and other themes that you're going to explore with uh, Army Real Talk. We have got a, a pretty good lineup that we're, we're looking to do this year. So we do the Army Real Talk about once a month. If we have some other potential episodes or topics we want to talk about, we're, we're able to do more than one a month. But as Mrs. Curry mentioned, we're definitely excited about the Security Forces Assistance Brigade and kind of adopting that unit. The unit that we're looking to adopt is uh, potentially deploying into the Pacific to partner with some of the units out there. We definitely have some interesting topics coming up later in the year. We're looking to talk to the Golden Knights and uh, some members of the Army Band for our other side of the Army. We're also looking to speak with the Corps of Engineers at some point and kind of focus on what it is they do, not only for the Army, but for the nation as a whole. We've got a lot of good stuff coming up, and, and we're excited for the year ahead. I want to follow up now on the overall Army Matters podcast because Army Real Talk is one of several podcasts that are done on different topics. So, Mrs. Curry, you're one of many rotating hosts. 
and uh, Lieutenant Colonel Lloyd, you guys are a part of the group that rotate. But talk about some of the other topics that are covered and how this all works. So as you stated that we have rotating segments. So each Monday, a new segment is released. And so the first Monday of the month or of each month, we have what we call Soldier Today. And that really focuses on the professional development as well as the different issues relevant to the NCO soldier. And so that is hosted by SMA Daily Retired, who is the, also the vice president of the NCO and soldier program at AUSA. They have a phenomenal podcast segment that, as I stated, is released on the first Monday, but sometimes they have so much to talk about. We have special editions throughout the month talking about NCO issues and different things that are taking place. And then the second Monday is Army Real Talk, the one that myself as well as Lieutenant Colonel Lloyd hosts. And we, again, talk about issues relevant to the younger generation. And then on the third Monday, we have Family Voices, which naturally focuses on military families and the quality of life issues. And then the last Monday, we have what we call Thought Leaders. And it's a combination of interviews of Army senior leader as well as authors. And that is the segment that had the piece about Robert E. Lee and me um, book where Joe Craig interviewed the author and he's the director of AUSA's book program. And then when they focus on Army senior leader, we have retired Colonel Dan Roper, who is the director of the National Security Studies program. And so we really provide an opportunity to hit the total Army with our different segments. And then four days out of the year, there are fifth Mondays. And so we mix it up a little bit, providing information about other aspects of the Army. But we really try to make sure that the total Army is supported through our podcast. Let's pivot the conversation a bit. I want to talk about your backgrounds. And Lieutenant Colonel Lloyd, I'll start with you. You're an AUSA fellow, and that's a huge accomplishment. Congratulations. Tell our listeners more about your role as an AUSA fellow, because your area of expertise is security cooperation and foreign affairs, right? Correct. Yes. So as Ms. Scree mentioned earlier, the Colonel retired Dan Roper, he's in charge of the National Security Studies Department of AUSA, and I kind of fall under him and work with him. So between the two of us, we kind of keep up with current affairs, not only national security, but international security and issues and how it relates to the Army. So a lot of my roles and responsibility as the fellow is to participate in things like think tank events. So a lot of the information and webinars and podcasts that CSIS does, I've participated in a lot of those, listening to senior leaders and experts in their field around you know the country talk about different things and how it could potentially impact the Army in the future or how the Army maybe can assist in some of the, the issues that are going on. So a lot of research. In the COVID environment, it's a little bit harder to network and interact with folks. But as you well know, and everybody else, we're, we're making do and, and figuring out ways to connect remotely. So it's, it's been a very interesting year and exciting so far. One of the things I'm working on is a spotlight series that AUSA um, hosts. And it's basically a, a written document or a written work that highlights issues not only relevant to the Army, but specifically kind of its role in national defense. The audience is generally designed to, to military and civilian leaders, not only in the Army, but the Department of Defense, congressional staffers. Currently, the one I'm focused on is the Army's contribution to the joint warfighting concept and the joint all-domain operations. 
So I'm sure, you know, a lot of people are familiar with Project Convergence, and that's kind of the Army's experimental training and learning that we're, we're going through on how to kind of, how do we integrate with the, the joint warfighting concept and, and what pieces of the pie do we bring? So I'm working on getting that finalized, and then that will eventually be published and distributed kind of across that audience, like I mentioned before. And you also have a background in law enforcement uh, as a military police officer, and you served on the joint staff in Korea. Talk a bit about that work. Yes, thank you. So uh, military police officer by trade. Uh, I've really enjoyed my time in the, in the MP Corps serving in the Army. Everybody thinks law enforcement when you think military police. And that is true. We do provide a law enforcement capability on Army installations. But a lot of what we do, too, is about physical security, uh, infrastructure security, force protection, the liaison piece of coordinating with law enforcement, whether it's in the United States or abroad. We do a lot of interaction with foreign militaries and engagements on, you know, our, our techniques and how we do business as a, as a military police, you know, for the U.S. Army. And so that's always been an exciting role for me. And in Korea specifically, the, the headquarters I worked on was both a joint organization and a combined organization. So our headquarters also consisted of Army, Air Force, and Navy officers from the Republic of Korea that worked with us on military police matters, uh, security issues, specifically regarding the forces in Korea. So that was definitely a unique experience and a lot of fun even though, generally speaking, when you go to Korea, you don't think about having a good time. But it was a great opportunity to learn from our partners and, and to experience kind of that level of interaction and cooperation that has to happen in that type of an environment. And Mrs. Curry, you're the AUSA Director of Education and Programs. Talk to our listeners a bit more about what AUSA does and how it supports soldiers and their families and the programs that are offered. So AUSA's overarching um, goal is to educate, inform, and connect. And we do that in a variety of ways. And I like to say pretty much through four Ps. And so we have publication, we have research pieces, as well as publication that Lieutenant Colonel Lloyd spoke about, Spotlight, as well as our well-known Army Magazine piece, where we provide information in the written form to keep people um, informed as well as educated. And then we also have a variety of webinars as well as symposiums that take place throughout the year. So AUSA's biggest symposium is, of course, our AUSA annual meeting that takes place in October. But we also have um, smaller symposiums and other webinars, such as our Global Force Next that takes place next month in March. And we have webinars titled Thought Leaders Webinar, as well as Noon Report. And then the connection piece is really an opportunity for AUSA internally to connect with the community, such as how we're connecting now with CSIS, but also providing our members an opportunity to stay connected with the United States Army and continue to hear Army messaging and participate in these different events. And so that's pretty much broken down through our chapter, which is governed regionally. And so we have nine regions, seven of them encompass the United States. And then we also have regions in Europe as well as the Pacific. And so it really provides us with an opportunity to share what is going on within the Army with the, our members as well as our supporters who want to continue to learn and be informed about the United States Army. And you also, I read, lead a team that educates AUSA members on land warfare. 
Absolutely. And so, you know, land warfare will not go away, you know, although a lot of the techniques are moving to virtual or moving to a, a different environment. And so, yes, we continue to produce publications and have these different seminars that focus on land warfare as well as a combined forces. And so we want to make sure that our members are understanding the changes that are taking place and able to, again, understand what's going on with the United States Army. And to both of you, as I understand it, you, you both literally grew up in the, in the army. Lieutenant Colonel Lloyd, you were telling me that your father served actually in Kentucky and Mrs. Curry, you grew up in, in various places in the army. Is that true for both of you? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I am a very proud army brat. <laughs> yeah. My, myself as well. My dad was in the army and he retired in Kentucky, but we lived all over as well, spent some time in, in Germany and Colorado and Virginia. So it's, it was an adventure as well. My, my father was also a military policeman. So he's, he's very proud that I followed in his footsteps. Well, as we wrap up here, just a, a final, a final couple of questions back to your podcast, Army Real Talk. It is an all women team. Was that by design? Not exactly, but we like it that way. No. <laughs> so wasn't by design because my co-host is based on a USA receiving an awesome Army fellow. And so this year we had an opportunity to be essentially blessed by Lieutenant Colonel Brittany Lloyd as our Army fellow. And so the Army Fellows term is really a year with AUSA. And so that changes. So prior to that, I um, had an opportunity to co-host with two gentlemen, Major Brad Cooper and Lieutenant Colonel Eugene Irby. They were great, but I they know I definitely favor working with Lieutenant Colonel Brittany Lloyd. <laughs> And one final question. Uh, we've talked all about the Army today, so I'm sure I'm going to hear from all of our other fine services. Do you guys know if uh, if the other services have this kind of setup uh, in terms of doing podcasts to focus on issues that are important to to service members? So I can speak a little bit about United States Air Force. My husband is an Air Force veteran, so we stay connected somewhat because of him I and mean, the great service that he had. And so they do have annual conventions. Um, they do have different webinars as well as different means to stay connected with their constituents. And so I believe others as well, but I, I can't speak about on the Navy side or the Marine side or things of that nature. But yes, the U.S. Arm Air Force does. I mean, one of the things that AUSA has done is to have different events with other services. And so um, we will, you know, when opportunity presents itself and it makes sense, we will invite someone from other services um, to provide a different take on what is going on from that branch. And so we we definitely applaud you asking that question because the, all military services are doing phenomenal things. Well, thank you both for joining me on this podcast. I really appreciate it. Mrs. Nzinga Curry and Lieutenant Colonel Brittany Lloyd, we really appreciate your being here on the Smart Women, Smart Power podcast. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Subscribe to the Smart Women, Smart Power podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to good content. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Smart Women, and I'm at Beverly Kirk. Thanks for listening. See you next time.